and who they are. And if you do, they'll be more than happy to remind you. This is the show where we'll talk about all those legacies and so much more. We'll follow these storylines from the beginning of the season all the way to the climax of the Super Bowl. We'll see giants fall and watch new men who you never expected to take over stand tall. Through adversity and victory, the NFL has it all. We will cover every minute of it here. No buts about it. And here we go. Okay. So uh, this is No Buts About It. This is the first time that I've had a co-host on the show, but it's not the first time that I've had this guy on the show. This is uh, Chuss, who we had talk about Kenny Pickett a few weeks ago, and Kenny Pickett lost yesterday to the Cincinnati Bengals, didn't he? And we were both there. Yeah. And it was beautiful. Oh, uh, it was it was not beautiful, not for me, but maybe for you, I guess, Mr. Bengals fan. It it was it was very chilly, and it was very cold, and there were a lot of Steelers fans in the section I was sitting in that were talking a lot of trash. And then as soon as um, we started winning, the Bengals started winning, they just kind of disappeared. What's up with that? Oh, what is it's just. You know, I so I recorded an uh, like a show um for like a a separate podcast that is in this like weeks ago that will never now see the light of day. But basically it was just me ranting about my fellow Steelers nation, which I don't I don't like to be affiliated with how annoying Steelers fans are, but they are some of the most fair weather fans sometimes in all of football, and I know that might be like a hot take, but like I I went to the game like obviously the same the same as you and like I was I I know you were like on bleacher seats and we were like in the second to last row in the building and um we were sitting there and like Kenny Pickett would throw like like a little bit over or like the George Pickens like when he like tripped in the end zone or whatever like everyone was like Kenny sucks we need a new quarterback and like I I just I'm like bro it's been like I, I'm like, it's been six games, and I get like, oh, he needs to develop faster. I'm like, but, I mean, Steelers Steelers quarterbacks don't develop like Ben Roethlisberger did. Like, I mean, Terry Bradshaw, who won four Super Bowls with us, was like worse than what Kenny was. And I think I think they just, they have big egos, and uh, and it was a divisional game. But then, as you said, as soon as we started losing, a lot of people left. I left with four minutes left in the fourth, because after that final touchdown, I just, I was freezing. And I didn't. I I was already sad, and the cold and the sadness just overwhelmed me. So I wanted to go to the car and leave. Yeah, I mean, I have respect for the Steelers fan base, although some of you are just like jerks. But me and this one guy, we got into it. We were like going hard at each other, and it was really fun. And then he just left. So like, I had no nothing to do then. So I was like hyping up the rest of the Bengals fans in my crowd. And there were some people who wanted to take some pictures with me at the end of the game. So I'm probably on a bunch of moms' Facebook pages right now because I took a bunch of photos with some little kids. That their kids, like it wasn't like just random little kids, but yeah, yeah I'm, I mean it's it would definitely be interesting. Hey man, that's how that's how we uh, how how you're gonna get known. It's like people are gonna be like, my son just met Josh Butts from No Butts About It at the Steelers Bengals game. I told so James cool. I told James if I would have known we were going I would have printed out like advertisements to just drop around uh 
Acrisure Stadium. I was going to say, you didn't know you were going? No, we found out. He texted me at like 2.30 and was like, hey, tickets are 40 bucks. You want to go? Yeah. Like, yeah. So we yeah, cause, yeah, because I was going to say, because I got free tickets the night before, and me and my friend were supposed to go to uh, – Cleveland to go see the Miami Heat play the Cavaliers and then it was now and then it was supposed to snow and then I was given tickets and then we were like we'll we'll do this and so that's what we did and that's how we ended up there so but but yeah so I guess nobody really knew that they were going until a, not because mine was even 24 hours before mine was at like 10 o'clock on Saturday night so <clears throat> but yeah, no, I know I was sitting in my bed watching Red Zone and I got the text but horrible game to bet on I mean as far or as yeah. the Bengals went, with like the and for fantasy terrible game. Uh, I think Samaje uh, P Ryan had three touchdowns. Uh, Trenton Irwin had one. Like I had, I had Boyd on my fantasy team. He did virtually uh, yeah. nothing. I had Boyd. Hig- so Higgins, yeah. Higgins oh had God. a ton of catches, but no touchdown. Mixon, you guys concussed Mixon. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I actually didn't even see the concussion happen, not going to lie. But all I'm saying is that Tyler Boyd, he literally, um, I had him starting. I was like, oh, man, I picked him up off waivers. Some dummy cut him. And I was like, all right, Boyd is going to be the man with Jamar Chase out. And I put him in, and he didn't get a catch until the second half. I was, And I know that because I was watching Fantasy. I like clicked at half, and it was like, Tyler Boyd, zero catches, zero yards. And I'm like, yeah, because you know, I was so mad. And then... Steelers can't stop T. Higgins. I feel like on every third down conversion, T. Higgins caught it. I feel like a lot of times, or maybe it wasn't T. Higgins. It was somebody. But I just feel like T. Higgins had like nine catches yesterday. Yeah. So, yep. It was. Well. And uh, Irwin, it was, I think it was Trenton Irwin. It might have been one of the other backups. But whoever it was on that sideline catch with like little spin move there at the end, yeah, the finesse yeah. guy. It was, it, it was brutal. It was brutal to watch. I mean, it was. I mean, it, honestly, it was a fun game to be at. I mean, I didn't like how it ended. I mean, I just, I mean, any I Steeler fan would be, well, of course. I mean, I'm, but I will say the the Steelers offense looked a lot more promising because, I mean, we put up what, we ended up with 30 points. We It was like 37-30. So, I mean, that's probably, I think, the most we've put up all year um, because, like, our three wins have been... Um, it was like 23, I think, against the Bengals week one. And then we had um, uh, against the against the Buccaneers, it was 20. And then the Saints, I don't even remember how high the score. I was like 24 or something because we could have been at like 30, but our kicker missed two field goals. But, um, but nonetheless, I mean, it, it looked a lot more promising. I think Kenny looked good. Um, he looked better than he has been, so... Speaking of your kicker, what happened to Boswell? Because it was about like halfway through the second quarter, I realized it was Matthew Wrighton. And I asked some of the fans in our section, none of the Steelers fans knew that it wasn't Boswell out there. So I I felt really good that I noticed before any of the Steelers fans. And it's funny because somebody in our section also was like, yeah, Boswell, get this field goal. And I was like, it's not even Boswell that's kicking. <laughs> um, I think he, um, if I remember correctly, I think he still has a pulled grind. I think he pulled his groin. I think that's what it was. And I think he's still trying to recover week by week. And it's pulled groins are tough because it's not like they just happen like overnight, it, it, but it can happen in a week. But it, it's a lot. It's like a very week to week injury. I mean, I've definitely seen people with pulled groins that aren't football players that have recovered and 
amounts of time that have been very long. So I think it was a pulled grind, but he should be back at some point this season, I would uh, hope. But, I mean, I guess we're just kind of running with who we can get. Well, especially the kicker. Like, I don't know if you've ever – and I'm not an NFL kicker. I'm not a – I'm a horrible kicker. But I don't know if you've ever kicked a cold football before. It feels like you're kicking a brick. It, yes, I have. I, <laughs> actually, we, we, we've done a lot of, you know, backyard brawl games, and we've been kicking footballs and stuff, and it, it, it doesn't feel good. It definitely doesn't feel good. So I'm sure he probably isn't – and, you know, Pittsburgh's cold. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not like it's, it's, and I mean, you both saw that yesterday, but it's not like it's like a, it's not like it's any Miami, so I'm sure he probably did something and he probably hurt himself, but I, I mean, I'm hoping he does, I'm hoping he gets better. Um, I don't know how long, I don't know what week this, <laughs> excuse me, I don't know how long this, uh, this injury has lasted now. It's, it feels like it's been a while because it was before the bye when he got hurt. So it's been at least two, three games now. So I would have to go back and look when the last time he played, but but yeah, he um he's hurt. Nobody else from the Steelers is hurt, really. But um, yeah, I know. Still I suck. saw Minka. I saw what Minka did. That was I was so mad. I was expecting Minka not going to be in the game. We're going to be set. Our wide receivers are going to pop off. I talked to uh, a guy out in the lobby. And he was, I was like, oh, yeah, Minka not in. We're going to be good. He's like, oh, no, Minka's playing. You didn't see? He was like, he just had a, he just had his appendix removed. And he's like, yeah, he's playing. I was like. Yeah, he, he played. He, he had his appendix removed, missed the Saints game. Uh, that other guy that went in, um, I can't think of his name right now. It starts with an A. But um, great free safety. Um, he played really well. Um, and I'm not even going to try to say his name because I don't want to botch it. But great, great backup free safety. And um, then this week, Minka went in. And uh, you know Watts back. He's he's being limited just because we still don't want him to tear his pack again. But I mean he he's playing like seventy percent of the snaps. But but like but I mean like it's a rebuilding season. But we also don't want to like you know hurt him any more than he needs to because he is helping us win and do better in games. I do say that. Watt got that pick, and a bunch of the Steelers fans are like, "Oh yeah, Burrow ain't that guy. He ain't get he ain't elite." I'm like. Are you saying what are you what are you saying? Like are you saying Watt's bad? Is that what you're going for? Like, cause they're acting like it was a huge surprise that T.J. Watt got a pick. Well, I think um, defensive play. I, I, well, I think it's just like as Steeler fans are, it's just anytime something happens and it's like whether it's their team or like it's either our team or against anybody else, we always are like that person's trash. So like, and you know Joe Burrow is an elite quarterback, but like when we pick him off like twice, it's like. He's the worst quarterback of all time. Kenny Pickett goes and throws one incomplete pass on third down. They they boo him and say that he needs to be replaced by Mason Rudolph, who they booed like a month or two ago. Now I don't I don't know if that's actually a true story, but uh, about them wanting Rudolph in. But to the point well, no, being, no, it is so. though. Like there was a guy there who was like we, he was wearing a Steelers jersey, but he was just screaming at the Steelers that they sucked, and he was booing them into the locker room and. I was like, all right. I'm telling you, that was he, fair weather. Fair weather fans. I'm telling and you. And one guy was like, no one loves Matt Canada. His mom's never even said that she loves him. Not even his grandma. And I was like, I love Matt Canada. I'll be the guy. I love his play calling right now. Okay, well, I'm not saying that. I, I, like, I, I think Matt Canada is probably a very nice person. I don't think he is cut out for offensive coordinating, but um, 
I, I don't think that, uh, like I said, I sometimes think that Steelers fans definitely take it too far. And, like, no matter how drunk you are, like, I just feel so, so bad. Like, with Najee, like, bro, he posted, I don't know if it was on Twitter or if it was in an interview, but this man was like, hey, guys, like, I know I'm playing well, like, just, you know, give me a chance. Like, you know, I'm still, I'm still going to try. And everyone's like, you freaking suck. Like, you, you, we should have never gotten rid of James Conner and, like, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like... Man, like, I feel so bad for these Steelers, man. Like, they, no wonder, like, some of these Steelers just want out. Like, it's not a it's not a great look in Pittsburgh a lot of times. And, I mean, obviously, I live in, you know, I live and grew up in Pittsburgh. I'm not going to not be a Pittsburgh mm-hmm. fan because of the fans. But it's still very difficult, you know, to sometimes be a Steelers fan. And, and Bengals fans are just like, we're just happy to be here. We're happy yeah, that, like, we're yeah. contenders at this point. Like, well, yeah, you guys. I I feel like you guys have always struggled. I, I know that like when like in my lifetime, it's always been oh, Steelers reversing the Bungles, and we're gonna we're gonna beat the Bungles. No 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 hard game. It, it was always Steelers and Ravens, which was the harder the hardest game. And then, but we ended up. Uh, you know, we've been struggling over the last couple of years with the Bengals and even the Browns. Really, <laughs> like the Browns, who we've beaten so many times, like. You know, we already lost them Thursday night football, but I think we're still, as of right now, undefeated in Heinz Field at, against the Browns. No longer uh, Akron Stadium. Field is dead. Heinz Field is dead. I did wear a Heinz Field hat yesterday, though, to the game, um, just because I had it and I, oh, my here and my head was cold. Well, Heinz Heinz made its presence known. I don't. I know you left early because you got cold yesterday. But what you mean, the Heinz Red Zone? The Heinz Red Zone. Yeah. Whenever they play a replay. They'd have that stupid graphic of the Heinz red zone pop up, and you could never see the full replay. There was one point where they were reviewing a fumble, <laughs> and the Heinz red zone popped up and just <laughs> stayed there. And like all, none of the fans could see what was going on. No, I no, I I did see that. I think it might have been the Najee touchdown. Maybe uh, it was either the Najee touchdown or the George Pickens touchdown. Whenever he didn't like slip, he it was the one where like Kenny actually threw the touchdown. So. Right. It was, um, but I did see it. I was like, oh, I mean, but it like kind of went over my head. I don't know why, but it just kind of like went over my head completely. I don't I think it was just between the cold and, you know, everything else. I just oh, went right over my head. George Pickens got ejected. He's playing dirty. He um, threw that punch with 45 seconds left. Yeah, once again, missed that completely. I was trying to get to my, my car with a couple of my buddies. So, we. We were just yeah, trying to leave. Like, and the way the ref said it was like, this is going to be game-changing. And everyone was like... Uh, it, it, it didn't like, matter. <laughs> it was like, it's, oh my gosh. Yeah, we recovered the onside kick. And then, I don't know that he really punched him. I shouldn't say he punched him. But he definitely got into it with one of our players. But yeah. I actually didn't even... Up. I heard about it, didn't see it. but Yeah, Pickens got ejected. 45 seconds left, not a big deal. Let's move on to uh, Patriots-Steelers, the other... Huge game from yesterday. Jets. Dan the Jet fan. He, uh, so, like I told you before the show, James and I were listening to NFL Red Zone on our way to the game, and James is a Patriots fan, and he decided that he was going to call Stan and give him the good news. He was trying to deliver the gospel of the Patriots win. And for those of you who didn't watch, that are listening. Um, basically, this was the worst game of the NFL this season so far, and it ended with a punt return for like 85 yards, and it was the only touchdown of the game. 
<laughs> so James James calls Stan and he's like he's like yeah how you I mean you know how sports guys talk he's saying some things that I'm not gonna say on a microphone that could be used to take me out but basically just like hey we won is what he said very nicely and uh, Stan was like what what are you talking about Stan was asleep Stan slept through the game. And honestly, I think if there was a Jets game for Stan the Jet fan to sleep through, it was this one. The uh, I've got I've got the stats here. Zach Wilson had nine attempts for twenty or nine. He had twenty-two attempts, nine completions, seventy-five passing yards, twenty-six rushing yards, and for passing that comes down to three point five yards per attempt. Um, they had 59 total rushing yards, including Zach Wilson's 26. And the offense averaged 2.8 yards of offense per average based on the stats that I found. In total, the offense had 103 total yards, two in the second half. Yeah, the Jets, uh, I don't know. I mean, it, it, I don't know. I mean, I know the Patriots have a very good defense. I mean, looking from a fantasy perspective, I think the Patriots had 17 points, which was actually more points than what Dallas had, which Dallas only had 16 fantasy points this week. Um, I believe this is PPR ESPN stats. I don't know how um, Yahoo and all the other ones panned out, but Patriots had more points, and, you know, that was a 10-3 game, and, you know, also... Um, you know, Dallas only let up three and also put up 40 against Minnesota. You would think that they would have destroyed more. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the Patriots have a good defense, but, like, you know, the Jets also still are debatably a good good team this year. I mean, I I think that they're a pretty good team. Uh, I mean, I don't think they're, like, some, you know, GOAT team that's in any chance going to make any noise. But, I mean, as I always say, whenever I make a take that might make people mad, I hope that they shock me. I really do. They they were on a roll for a while, but I mean like ten punt. They had ten punts. That's more punts than what Zach Wilson had completed passes, and two point yards per or three point five yards per attempt on passing. That that's bad for a running back. If you had a running back who was getting three point five yards per carry, you'd cut him. Yeah. Unless you had absolutely no one else to fill him. Yeah. But to have your quarterback <laughs> doing that, that's just. I mean. I generally like Zach Wilson. I generally think he was pretty beat on. But, like, Stephen A. Smith said this morning, he's like, Zach Wilson sucks. And he was like, he's a little boy who's playing a man's game. Stephen A. Smith just went into him. But, like, after this game, it's like, I don't blame him. I mean, Andrew Siciliano during red zone was like, breaking news, Elijah Moore has caught a pass, which Elijah Moore has been holding out and not not really been a big – thing but I mean that says all you a lot of what you need to know about the offense that it's a big deal <laughs> I mean yeah I mean it's I, I feel like taking it to a point where it's like Zach Wilson is like a little boy playing a man's sport once again I mean like he I mean he's not doing bad I mean it's not I mean he, he didn't play good I mean I'm not saying he's a great quarterback don't get me wrong like he's no and you know let me let me flatter your team a little bit he's no Joe Burrow um, but I mean, he's definitely, he definitely needs to develop a little bit. I mean, if anything, I think he's more this year, a, um, like just a, a general, um, what is a field general 
I couldn't think of the name, like a Jimmy Garoppolo, where, like, he can get the job done, but, like, he's just not all there. Um, I just, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like also, once again, give him a shot, but also um, if he's not going to play, like, if he's going to put up Jared Goff numbers, I would definitely consider other options. Because, like, I was thinking about Jared Goff last year. Like, Jared, or was I don't know if it was last year, um, I think. Steelers played uh, the Lions in that terrible game. I don't know if you remember that game or not, but there was a game we tied the Lions, and it was just a it was just a, a terrible rain game that was just awful. And I think Jared Goff only had like some ridiculous number of yards passing, which was like a hundred or, or like eighty or ninety mm-hmm. or something. So if he's gonna put up, which I mean, obviously Wilson didn't put up that many yards, it, it makes you look makes you think that he's playing Madden right now. Um, I don't know. I just, I just don't. I have no words. I, I, I but, think, I think, give him a chance though. Yeah, I mean, you look at that passing game, and you're like, wow, their rushing game must have been phenomenal, and it just wasn't. It like was. there was, there was nothing good. And I think what really did Zach Wilson in, because I mean, it's games like this happen, especially when you're young. Joe Burrow's had him. He's going to have them again. He had one week one against the Steelers, so I think he had like three interceptions. You're going to have games like that. It's going to happen. But I think where the difference is made from not only a player perspective but from a fan perspective is when you see your guy take the blame for it. And I think like Josh Allen a few weeks ago, I think they were even playing the Jets, and they lost. And he was like, well, it's really hard to win when your quarterback plays like shit. And for Zach Wilson during the interview, the media interview, he was asked, do you feel like you let the defense down? They only allowed three points. Both defenses only allowed three points until the very end of the game with that punt return. And um, Zach Wilson said, no, I didn't let him down. Like, dude, just own up. Take take some blame for it. Say say even if it's a canned answer of like yeah we didn't go out and perform like we should have. Our game plan just wasn't ready. Like just say something. Don't don't play dumb. I mean to me that just sounded dumb. I also think it kind of seems like from that perspective with the interview, I, the way that he he kind of like said it was just it kind of almost seemed like he. Um, I, the word being it like he did it like since he didn't own up to it, he he would not make like a really good captain because like no matter in any situation like whether you're watching football or hockey or any other sport like most captains are like leaders in this case like the leader of the offense is typically like the quarterback um it's like they're like yeah we you know we we didn't play our best today and we just got to regroup you know and like you see that in everybody like almost everybody says that but whenever he's like oh no I didn't let the team down it's almost like he didn't he should have just taken ownership for it I feel like I like even if like I wouldn't have been out there and like I was just like a, a backup like a fourth string running back and somebody was like how do you think you performed today do you think uh, do you think the team was let down because of your performance because you only had one one catch for zero yards and no touchdowns uh, yeah I definitely think I left the team down like it, it, it's just typical like I I right. you know I don't know but well I mean then you've got Garrett Wilson who he said something about how they played horrible Robert Sala said they played horrible. You got everyone saying you played horrible. No one's going to like disagree with you. Own own up to it. It's not I mean to me, it I think that would could become a locker room issue as well if he doesn't like 
come out and say, like, okay, yeah, guys, some of that was on me. Is he going to be the type of guy? I don't think so, and I hope not. But is he going to become the type of guy who is like, I've got everything all figured out. The rest of y'all need to get on the same page as me. And if he does that, they're going to be like, okay, well, here, we'll, if you're going to be on a different page, we'll just rip the page out of the book and cut mm-hmm. him. Yeah, because I was going to say, I mean, Kenny Pickett did kind of do something like that before, though. Um, uh, during the, I mean, he didn't not take ownership for a loss, but he also said that he didn't feel like everybody was on the same page. He was like, yeah, I don't think everybody's on the same page. I think we need to study more as a group. I feel like that might have been a little bit of, like, constructive criticism and stuff, but, um, but like, Zach Wilson, I, I don't know. I felt like the way that he said it might have been a little not good, maybe. Just, I don't know. I mean, he only put up five fantasy points, so I feel bad for those people that might have started him this week, and it didn't go well for you. I mean, yeah, I mm-hmm. I agree. I think that uh, I think they play the Bears next week, so oh, yeah. definitely going to – yep, they play the Bears next week. So both uh, second-year quarterbacks, Justin Fields has been hot lately, so mm-hmm. we'll have to see how he does next week. And if they lose again, what's, what's he going to be saying? But um, let's move out of that game because – that's a lot of just up in the air stuff. Yeah. Taylor Heineke was named the starter in Washington, who I've been kind of pulling for Taylor Heineke for a while because Carson Wentz brought me physical pain watching him as the Indianapolis Colts quarterback. Yeah, I feel I feel that. I mean, in a different way. I mean, it's I don't know. I just definitely. I mean, I think Carson Wentz is a good quarterback. Don't get me wrong. I think he'll be play somewhere. Uh, I think he'll play uh, good somewhere else. But I don't think. Uh, He's ever gonna amount to any Super Bowl things. I think he will always be a Matt Ryan. That's just kind wow. of consistent. I feel bad for the Colts. Matt, man. Matt Ryan. Some people consider Matt Ryan a Hall of Famer, and you're out uh, here using him as the. Mm-mm. I wow. Don't. Okay. Okay. I, 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 the, okay. If not Matt Ryan, uh, who do you? How, who would you want me to use then? Um. Uh, here, Philip Rivers. How about that? Yeah, you that know, might. Uh, I mean, Phil, that might be Phil, better. But Philip like, Rivers. Man. Like somebody that consistently always just puts up like ten to fifteen points. Like, look, Matt Ryan. I, I nothing against Matt Ryan. I just, I don't know. He definitely isn't playing great ball right now. I mean, he still lose to the Jet or the uh, the Eagles. Still lost to the Eagles over. Uh, you know, he lost by one point. Yeah, Colts. I know, but like, I can't get on a, a stupid out. run too. When I saw that was the way the Colts lost, I was so mad. But no, I just think Heineke plays smarter, more conservative football. Whereas Wentz tries to be the superhero of every game and plays like a high school quarterback, fully aware, I'm fully aware that if he went and played against a high school, he would probably put up 3,000 yards in one game. But the way he plays compared at the NFL level looks like a high school quarterback because he's trying to run when he shouldn't be or needs to learn to throw it away or he makes stupid passes that turn into turnovers. And it's, he's trying to play hero ball where it doesn't need to be played. Yeah, I I could <laughs> I could definitely agree with that. I I don't know. I feel like sometimes he he has his the ghost of Philadelphia Eagles past where uh he was very I feel like that team was relatively offensive heavy and then then they didn't need him anymore. And then now he's in Washington. Or right. Indianapolis then Washington, I guess, cuz I forgot. I I tend to forget he plays in Indi- he played in Indianapolis for we a little bit. We try to forget in the, we for, try to forget that too. I feel, yeah, I feel bad that you guys haven't had a really good consistency in quarterback since Andrew Luck, and he he would have been your guy, but Andrew Luck literally just couldn't play anymore. 
We we no we don't talk about that. We don't we don't talk about lack of investment in an O line for a generational quarterback. But um anyway, <laughs> um did you see I figured you'd like this, but I didn't know if you saw what Taylor Heineke's tradition is now whenever he beats a team. No, I actually haven't. Actually I run, oh, you know, he gets enough. a new pair of Jordans. Oh, um, really? The okay. color of the team that they beat. And I thought oh. <laughs> I figured that was something you'd like. So there's like a photo of him after they beat the Packers where he's got his like foot up on the table during his media interview. He's got the green and yellow uh green and yellow Packers uh Jordans on. Oh, I you know what? I actually I haven't heard of that, you know, which is kind of weird because I follow a lot of like football social media and stuff. So I'm surprised that like never popped up like at all. Like I've seen some weird stuff on football social media from Twitter and Instagram, but like that's never popped up. But you know me, I'm a big I'm a big Jordan guy. Like I I freaking love Jordans. I wish I would buy more of them, but I also have come to this realization that unlike Heineke, I I'm broke, so I don't think I could actually afford. If like the Steelers beat like five teams this year, I couldn't afford five pairs of Jordans that represented that color. But that's actually a really cool tradition. As long as he just doesn't dance on their sidelines or on their logo. Yeah. Right. I, I don't think he's going to do that. He seems like a pretty humble guy, and I Good. really like that. Well, Hopefully yeah. he keeps yeah. that humility. Um, Melvin Gordon was cut by the Broncos. That, that's going to help me in fantasy because I don't have to decide between him and Latavius Murray anymore. Because Same here. I have Latavius Murray. Team. Yep. Yeah, so uh, what? What? have any uh, words on that? You know, well, I, I kind of do care because, you know, I don't think he should have ever held out in L.A. to begin with. Um, I have a Melvin Gordon hoodie and from the Chargers, which I still wear here and there because I was a big Melvin Gordon fan in there. Not that I'm not an Eckler fan, but, um, you know, I was just... Eckler's my boy. I, I like Eckler. I liked Melvin Gordon when he played there. Um, it, he was just a really... He was a, he was a player that I could count on in fantasy back in 2017 or 18 and um, brought me to playoffs for the first time in my ever fantasy career. It was Melvin Gordon. And uh, then he held out in 2019 and literally hasn't. I feel like he has not been the same running back since 2018. So kind of unfortunate, but also, you know what? Him and Le'Veon Bell did it to themselves. Maybe if you shouldn't, maybe you shouldn't sit out if you're not hurt. And yeah, true. look, look where I mean, it gets you. Chargers fans, we love, I love you. Like, I mean, Hey, hey you lucked out. You. you lucked out. You got, you, with, you got that cool running back. So with Eckler under after that dude is a G I don't, he, on his Instagram, if you have him on his fantasy team and you screenshot that you won with him on your team, he gives away a sign, free signed jersey each week, or like two each week to someone who does that. And then Drew Tranquil, watched him play in high school. He went to the same high school as me. He's a beast. I'm glad he's getting the recognition he deserves. Justin Herbert, you'll never be as good as Joe Burrow, but you're still a phenomenal quarterback. Um, like, I, I am like a low-key L.A. fan. Like, if they're playing another team, I'll root for them, but I won't root for them if they're going to knock the Bengals out of something. Fair, fair. Yeah. um, Yeah. Well, we still have to talk about the Cardinals 49ers game. So, uh, yeah. We're we're a bit over the time here, but that's okay. That's okay. This is the first time doing this. Yeah, this is a little different. The true fans of the show will understand. And uh, so Cardinals 49ers play tonight, and uh, Kyler Murray's likely out, and I, pr- I'm i pretty sure I know who you're going to take, but who who do you think is going to win this game? 
So between the uh, Cardinals and 49ers? Correct. Um, who would I pick? Uh, you think that I know who I'm, I think um, I'll probably go with the 49ers. Okay, yeah, that's what I was gonna say too. Like, yeah, I just just because <laughs> just just to say that just Cardinals backup quarterback and DeAndre Hopkins is still not playing. He, he's still a little hurt, mm-hmm. so I, I'm not that they can't capitalize. But 49ers are also playing some good ball. So I just feel like the four, the 49ers, man. They you've got such a great team. I feel like Kyle Shanahan was just and John Lynch have just been building this team of like people who are on their like Madden Ultimate team. Yeah, because at this point it's like you got Debo who like who knows where he's gonna line up. You got George Kittle. You got Christian McCaffrey who's a dog, and hmm. he's not being used as much, so he's gonna get he's not gonna get hurt. It's not as likely he's gonna get hurt, which is great. Um, I, they have a phenomenal defense when they're healthy. They've been beat up a bit a couple weeks, but I, I just don't know how the Arizona Cardinals would win this game, honestly. I mean, Robbie Anderson hasn't been playing well. Uh, Rondale Moore's all right. D-Hop's not healthy. Kyler Murray's not even playing. No, he's he's hurt. Um, I was going to say, is it? do you know if it's in Arizona tonight or if it's in San Francisco? Is it? Because I was just going to try to look that up tonight. Cardinals. I, I don't know. But, I mean, even, even if it's in Arizona, I just yeah, – Kyle I gonna... Shanahan is – it is in Arizona tonight, but I was gonna say okay. I, I I mean if it was if it was in San Francisco I was like that even seals more of the deal. But since they're in Arizona, I think that they you know could maybe compete. But I mean I'm not gonna bank on anything like that. So no, Kyle Shanahan's a phenomenal coach, probably one of the best young coaches in the NFL. If maybe the best if you don't include Sean McVay in that. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, I think he gets a lot of hate. He's no like he's not like the best quarterback in the NFL, but field general. I think. Yeah, field general. He can get it done though. He can get, he he fills the position nicely. <laughs> yeah, he did um, go to the Super Bowl. It didn't win exactly. But he did make it there. And so. if you think about it, the NFC is really weird. We could be in a place, and I heard this on Instagram, but I don't know who the source was because the person who posted the video didn't source the video. So if you're out there, we'll give you credit. I just don't know who you are. But anyway, someone posted this out, or uh, posted this and pointed out that we could be in a situation where Tom Brady has to go visit Kirk Cousins, and then has to go visit Geno Smith, and then has to go visit Jimmy Garoppolo in the playoffs. Very, very interesting look, yeah. Not something like, you would really think about, but yeah, it is. it could happen. I mean, may not, like, just because Tom Brady's still, he's still, Tampa's still up and down right now. You never know what could happen with them, but... I mean, he could go 8-9 and nine in the South and still make the playoffs and have to play against Geno Smith, Kirk Cousins, and who who knows who else for a uh, Super Bowl spot. Yeah, if if he can make it. I don't, I don't, I think that he can, but I don't think, I don't think. Who's going to win the South? Are you taking Stan's position? I mean, Stan had the Saints possibly winning the South at the beginning of the season. No, I mean, I still think Tampa can win it. I just don't think that, like, they're going to amount to anything in the playoffs. I mean, I definitely – I don't, do not get me wrong. I definitely think that the Saints and all the other teams in that division are not good. I don't – I don't – I just don't think they're that good. But um, but I definitely don't think that uh, Tampa Bay is going to – they shouldn't be high on the betting odds. 
I, I mean, I feel like that's already said for. I mean, I feel like, you know, Philly and Minnesota are probably maybe the top two next to Dallas. So out of the NFC, but I don't know. Do you think Philly's for real? No. Um, <laughs> no, no, I, I don't. I, I, I think that they're a good team, but they make they give me Steelers uh, twenty twenty vibes. That like they're winning against some very mediocre teams. Some of some games that they're only winning by a point, like Indianapolis, who isn't playing great ball right now. Um, but I, I don't think they're for real. <laughs> but Minnesota, I thought was for real, and they got freaking blown out by Dallas. So I, they just kind of fell over and just went to bed. So like, like what happened? Like, you lost to the freaking Cowboys. Oh, you're acting like the freaking Cowboys are bad. Well, they didn't play. At, they didn't play at 1 p.m. That's the problem. Kirk Cousins at 1 p.m. is a whole nother animal. Yeah, I just standard okay. time. I was, yeah, I, I, I mean, I guess, yeah, because I, I go back to Steelers a lot because I'm a big Steelers guy. But, like, even in 2018, Steelers played uh, Carolina Panthers. They were both 6-2 and two on a Thursday night football game. And uh, they were like, oh, these two teams are going to be phenomenal. And then the Steelers beat them 55-14. And then the Carolina Panthers proceeded to go 6-10, and 10, I think, that season. So, I mean, I guess, I guess it just depends. The thing with the thing with the Vikings is Kirk Cousins sucks in primetime for some reason. I don't know if it's what it is, but he cannot win in primetime, and all the playoff games are in primetime. So if they make the playoffs, he's just going to be done only because of that. Probably, yeah. I mean, I hope Minnesota might make a, a move, but I don't. Philly, if Philly somehow makes it all the way through to the Super Bowl, I don't know if they're going to beat the AFC because the AFC have some good teams. You mean? Uh... Cincinnati Bengals running it back to the Super Bowl. That's what's gonna happen uh, here. Maybe, maybe. I don't. We'll see. I mean, you still have a division to win, so I mean, you could still make it as a wild card. But hey, Baltimore's Good still art. fighting. We're yeah. we're screwed. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you've looked at our schedule. We have like the Bills, the Chiefs, the Titans. I think we have two teams left that don't have winning records. Yeah. Let me let me type up the Bengals schedule real quick. Yeah, like, you guys got. You got the Titans next weekend, and then you've got the Chiefs, who come come home. Uh, you you play them at home, but then Joe Burrow has never lost Patrick Mahomes. Okay, but yeah, you, you've got you've I got was some there. you've got some rough matchups. Oh my gosh, who's your last game of the season? This Ch- Ravens. Oh wow. So you have Titans, Chiefs, Browns, uh, Buccaneers, Patriots, Bills, and Ravens. I'm not worried about the Buccaneers anymore. I used to be worried about the Buccaneers. I'm not. Um, Titans don't have a don't have a passing game anymore, and we've held uh, Derrick Henry in the past. Not worried about them. No big deal. Um, Joe Burrow just simply cannot lose to Patrick Mahomes. Um, he is Patrick Mahomes' daddy. But the um, Patriots will shut you down somehow. That that could happen. Seventeen three final. Because we should win that game, we will lose it. That's how it goes. We'll win, like, the Bills game and the Chiefs game, but we'll lose to the Patriots. Hey, you know what? I mean, I guess you just play it by, you know, you play it by ear. You know, you just got to see what happens. Because it looks like a tough schedule, but also, like, I could also say the Steelers could win out and finish 9-8. and eight, But is that going to happen? I doubt it. No. I and doubt it. I don't even think that would be good enough to win the division, so it wouldn't matter. Well, it wouldn't win the division, but if some people lose, they could make like the last wild card spot. But that is how it works. Yeah, I mean, our division's not that bad, so I don't think they would win the division at nine and eight. But 
um, hey, you know what? Then Tomlin will have a winning record again. He'll still win. He'll still win. That's what, that's what they're playing for right now is Tomlin. The, Tomlin's winning record. Terrible. But, uh, okay. Um, I think that's going to do it for today's show. I appreciate you being on, and I hope to see you again on Wednesday, day before Thanksgiving. Yes. So we'll have some primetime football to talk about. Probably not a lot of news. We'll talk about the Monday night football game where the 49ers are going to obliterate the Cardinals. Hopefully. Or or we're both going to be completely wrong. Hope, <laughs> I hope they prove me wrong. No, no. Why? I, I like to be proved wrong in some cases. I like to be proved wrong. I... Especially with I just sport. want Jimmy. I have something with Jimmy G where I just kind of want him to do well for some reason. I don't know why, but I uh, will. We'll talk about it on Wednesday again. I'll see you then. Sounds good. And uh, yeah, see you then. All right, sounds good. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to today's show. If you enjoyed the show, I would appreciate it. And be most grateful if you could share the show with your friends, with your family, and those who you care about. It would also be helpful to me, if you want to help me, if you followed me on Instagram, at nobuts underscore show, or followed my Twitter, josh underscore butts underscore 2001. Yes, I made it when I was in middle school. Don't judge. And it would also be helpful if you have stuff you want me to talk about. If you have questions, you can uh, private message me on either of those apps. Or you can just shoot us an email at bullmoosepodcast2 at gmail.com. That is B-U-L-L-M-O-O-S-E podcast, the number two, at gmail.com. Once again, thank you for listening. If you enjoyed it, share, subscribe, do all those things. 